Welcome to episode 164 of Shanlin on Batman. I'm Justin Shanlin with my co-host Kyle Davis. What is up? 164, man. So lots of stuff to talk about. It's been kind of like a slow go for news over the last couple of weeks. And as much as we love to talk about Batman and we love to do things other than like what's going on with the Batman and Ben Affleck and the Snyder Cut, it just – it's that time of the year where everyone is just getting busier. Holidays are right around the corner. And so, but there is some news. Finally, we are getting some news. And I know that Kyle's going to pull up some uh, Wonder Woman news and some Snyder Cut, uh, um, some Snyder <laughs> some, Cut stuff some, that's some going dis- on. There's some discussion um, on the matters, yeah. Uh but a lot of good stuff. But the way that I kind of describe what news is like right now is like a leaky faucet. Just a little drop, but here or there. You hear that bloop. bloop. <laughs> yeah, every, hear that every couple of minutes, there's a little little droplet that drops down. It's kind of hard to talk about a droplet of water, but eventually it pulls up and then you got, uh, got something to talk about. You know? I mean, that's what it's kind of like this time of the year when we – get to the end of the year, everything kind of shuts down, but everything's really been shut down because of COVID things, you know, more States are slowly, but surely shutting down. Um, so here we are again with more news <laughs> in regards to wonder woman, the Snyder yeah. cut, they dropped, uh, I, I wouldn't say like an updated trailer for the Snyder cut, just like, there were like more, like maybe like an extra twenty seconds of footage that they showed. Um, all good stuff though, but we gotta yeah, get like I feel like it's the same problem that we were running into before. Like they had a big old trailer come out, we're like, oh, this is awesome, this is great. Can't wait to watch a movie soon. And then they delayed it. So then instead of releasing new footage, they're just like, uh, here's pretty much the same trailer but maybe edited slightly differently with different music and uh yep here we go and now here we are again it's like here's uh here's pretty much another trailer that's stuff we've already seen but uh we don't exactly want to reveal anything new because you guys are gonna watch the movie soon at long last so wonder woman news to really talk about at the top of this show is that they finally come to a decision and something that I've been talking about for a long time, definitely the last two or three episodes, about using the tools in your toolbox. And HBO Max is a tool in their toolbox that has been starving for content. So they finally came out with the decision last night, Jason Kalar, Patty Jenkins, even though Patty didn't seem too thrilled about the idea of that, but... Warner Brothers being in serious debt, AT&T being in serious debt, and them having a need for content, they finally made, in my opinion, the right decision. This is not – Kevin Sushihara would not be able to make this decision. 
mm-hmm. he would make the opposite decision. And I know that there's some people who want this film to be seen on the big screen. I want to see this movie on the big screen. But in the current climate of things, with the pandemic still on fire, with a company that purchased Warner Brothers starving to bring in money because their stock is in the crapper. They had to make a decision that was viably crucial to the survival of their company, to the survival of their brand, and to the survival of their new streaming service that they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars to develop. So they're, what they're going to do, and I know that Kyle, Kyle, you did bring up those articles, right? Yeah, I have uh, one for Wonder Woman here. So. And, uh, yeah, I do feel like they came to the best compromise, uh, all things considered here. So what is the news? What like what are they? What's the official word? The official word is that as of December 25th, or Christmas, Christmas Day, Day. For Christmas Day, we are going to get kind of like a dual release sort of thing for Wonder Woman. Uh, so we'll be releasing into limited theaters, you know, those that are still operating. It's not a whole lot, but there are that's that's an option. But it's also going to be releasing onto HBO Max. And HBO Max ha- has been slowly announcing that they are, their streaming service is being, uh, is being put on more platforms. So now Roku, they're, like, they're in final discussions to get, the, to get that thing on Roku. So <sighs> them putting that film out there, them getting into final negotiations with Roku is the best thing that they could do as – um, a studio going forward. So them putting it, them doing the the dual release is such a good good idea. I I don't think a lot of people are like are gonna have the opportunity to see that film on the big screen. Um, but for them to put it on HBO Max mm-hmm. is the I do believe the right move, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. I'm definitely gonna subscribe now to. HBO Max. I had it for like the seven day trial, and I was just like, I own all these movies. There's no, nothing really new. <laughs> that, that was the same problem I'm running into. So I get HBO Max for free for my internet service provider. I don't watch it. There, there's nothing on there for me to watch that I haven't already seen a bunch of times. So like, like all the DC films, <laughs> there's nothing like. Yeah, and like, like I've, and I've like, already seen them or I already own my Blu ray or something. So it's like, okay, now we it, finally got something new, something something that we can all get excited about. And what's what's weird is like they like I keep seeing them like posting like because I go I go to like the websites hey what's new to Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus for each month so it was like this November December of 2020 will be the the Dark Knight will be on the whole month of November but then it's off the month of December <laughs> like what you keep your good stuff on your streaming services. Right. So, or if, if it is going to be a limited time, make it longer than just like a month. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like, like you're trying to attract an audience. You are trying to attract subscribers. Your job is to make sure that you have the top films for your 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 you know streaming service, and then getting Wonder Woman eighty four. And I'm sure Patty is not ha- happy about this. She's a very much She's kind of like a Chris Nolan, like seeing the movies uh, theatrically, like that's important to her. That's part of what she's known, and that's fine. Like I get it, and like I've given Nolan 
uh, a lot of crap for um, him wanting to release Tenet and everything during the pandemic. And I knew that I, I knew in my gut that with uh, the box office receipts, I mean, it did okay overseas, but it didn't do very well domestically. But I knew in my gut that because of those receipts, those box office receipts that it got back, that Wonder Woman was basically going to have to go on to H- HBO Max for them to salvage anything for the year. Because uh-huh. Witches didn't do anything. Um, Scoob didn't do anything. Like the, none of those, none of those films that were being re- released on PVOD or on HBO Max brought in the subs. It didn't bring them any extra money. So them putting that film, putting Wonder Woman 1984, is such a breath of fresh air for a streaming service that did not have the best rollout, that did not have the best, you know, it didn't put its best foot forward. So for them to do that, I would love to see this film in IMAX. I feel like uh-huh. this movie, this is one of those movies that you go see in IMAX, you get your popcorn, you get your drink, you get your candy, you sit down, you just let that thing play out in front of you, you ride the roller coaster of emotions, you you feel those you feel those different emotions. But it, it just it's just not in the cards this year. Just so not, not in the cards for a lot of people. Anyways. I don't think they wanted to really wait. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are discussions, well, let's push it back to July, because there has been some COVID news coming in in regards to vaccines. Like Moderna and Pfizer's news came out within the last couple of days and how effective it is and blah, 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 blah. That's great news. I'm really looking forward to it. I want life to go back to normal, as normal as it could be, can be. But I just don't see a viable option for them to have major content. Um, you have major content and you're just not, you're not utilizing it. That doesn't mean that they can't go back and like re-release in theaters once things get better. Right. Like, I mean, I think that's the plan. Like even if they release it limited now with the, the online stuff, I'm sure there will still be a market for it months or like a year down the road when things are a little bit better. Hopefully I'm being kind of optimistic maybe, but (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like, if if they re-released it in the theaters later on, I'd I'd probably go and watch it one of those days. Since I'm going to watch it on uh, streaming service. So, are you? What is your plan? Are you just going to watch it on HBO Max, or are you going to try to find a theater to go to? I'm going to watch it on HBO Max. Uh, things are so quite heavily locked down around here right now. So, even if I could find a theater, it might not be super close. It might be a bit of a drive. And I, I'm already subscribed to HBO Max because of my, my service provider, like I said. So uh, why not? I'll, I'll go get some snacks and I'll make a little evening out of it. I am really excited. I have, you know, who knows what I'm going to be able to do or not do. I really want to plan on seeing my family in Michigan for Christmas but I just don't think it's a viable option just because of the roaring fire that is COVID-19 right now. So I have something to do on Christmas Day if I'm stuck in my apartment. Like I have a movie that I can sit and watch a couple times, review it, tweet about it, talk about it, 
you know, we can review that, that, you know, that night, that morning, mm-hmm. you know, and post that, you know, for you listeners. So when you watch it, you listen to our review of it. So there's a lot of good things that come from this. Um, you know, I'm really, I'm really glad that that's the decisions that they're making. Decisions that they're making is that, hey, let's put this on there. We're going to do a dual release. We're going to release it in theaters. We're going to release it on HBO Max. I think the plan is to leave it on there for a month on HBO Max and kind of let it n- not. They're going to. Re- is that right? <laughs> like they're going to leave it on there for a month on HBO Max and then just kind of like uh... remove it from the service. I don't know how long they're planning on it being there, but if it is for a month, I, I know I literally just criticized the, the for removing the Dark Knight after a month or whatever. But I think in Wonder Woman's case, it makes more sense considering it is like a brand new release and all that. Uh, I, like I wouldn't be opposed to like, like yeah, just release it for a month, get it out there for proof for the people that really want to see it, and then you know maybe in a couple months do a theatrical release proper. Hmm. Yeah, I think it'll work out fine. Um, what other are are, are we good on this uh, Wonder Woman eighty four stuff? Did did Pat? Did, uh, can you read uh, Patty's uh, quote? Her, her statement on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she tweeted out the other day and said, uh, "The time has come. At some point, you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over everything else." We love our movies as we love our fans. So we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. Watch it in theaters where it makes it where uh, where it is made safe to do so. Check out the great work that theaters have done to make it so. And it's available in the safety of your home on HBO Max, where it is that. Happy holidays to all of you. We hope you enjoy our film as much as we enjoyed making it. She doesn't seem very enthusiastic by that, but that's just maybe I'm just reading into that. <laughs> Um, it is a part of the note that uh, during her statement, she like capitalized in theaters. Like this is the best way to watch it in theaters. I mean, that is the best <laughs> way to watch it. I mean, it's not wrong, but the, the, the you know all this the situation around it's mm, not the best. So, but, but we've already kind of talked about that to death. So, um, but yeah, like I, I've been saying this now for like the last three or four episodes. That's what they need to do. That's what they should do. That's what I thought they were gonna do. Like that's the that's those are the rumors that I was hearing. Um, so yeah, like this is good. This is good news for us fans. It's good news for HBO Max. It's good news for Warner Brothers. Kiar is making a good decision here. Um, I like it. I know that we're probably gonna get blowback because this movie should be posted in movie theaters right now. I'm just telling, like, who who's going to a movie theater right now? I'll, I'll say it. That attitude is super elitist, and you should just shut up. So let let people watch the movies in the way they feel safest to do so. Uh, exactly. So it like. Okay, like I would agree. Like I got nothing else to say. Um, so on to like I have where are my notes? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? So good, I can't find my notes. Oh my god, have... look, look how disorganized this man is, and he calls himself a podcaster. Um, <laughs> trying to think here. Oh, so the Snyder Cut. Yeah, what's up with that? I I haven't seen anything specific except people talking about it again. Like, what what did I miss? Did you see the updated trailer? 
No. So what did they add to the trailer? They added dark side. They added a few like little 10 second clips here or there. There's more like punch up stuff. You didn't see that for real? No, so this is like a brand new trailer. It's not the same one they released. No, no, no. it's it's so they released a version of it in black and white, and then they re- like a few hours later they released the in color version, and it looks amazing. You really didn't see it? No, I haven't seen this trailer. Uh, go watch it. So like, stop the podcast. Okay, so Kyle just like we stopped the podcast and we just had Kyle watch it. So thoughts on it? That is uh, certainly a trailer. it's still in the ugly four by three format i mean still has the uh the awkward hallelujah playing but uh i love that song man visuals are fine (laughs) um they did show a couple they added a couple uh things here or there that weren't in the original version of that trailer they added a bunch more cyborg stuff you know the cyborg stuff where uh, some kids are playing football in the street and he's over like kind of like watching over like overlooking them doing that uh there I used was a to be a real of, boy like you yeah there was a scene with dark side where he's kind of like and like like dark side's minions like i know nothing about dark side all like i was calling him dark seed or dark or you know <laughs> um you know, like, don't worry, we've all been there at some point. Yeah, like, I didn't know who that one person was, and someone's like, oh, it's the sword. I was like, damn, sorry. It looks like he, he's back there with the nine ring raves, some other rings or something. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> so there's that scene. And then they finally showed, you remember that scene where it was like, like a digital version of like Superman? Like, they finally, they finally, sh- like, Bruce Wayne's looking, looking like over this, like, uh, this, like, hologram of Superman. Do you remember that, Kyle? Uh, at the beginning there? Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Like, remember, we thought it was, like, Supergirl. Like, that was the rumor that, because, like, Superman had already been dead, so they thought that was Supergirl. Was that really a discussion that people are having? I never I think we had like the that. discussion on this podcast. Did we? Oh, my God. When was this? I don't remember this at all. Like, when the, like, 2017. Well, that explains why I don't remember this. <laughs> um, So, there was that. Like, I thought that was cool. Um, and like, I really like that sequence. Like, I like that sequence a lot. There are a few little Batman punch up things here or there. Um, still a good trailer. Love the, love the music. I was hoping for more stuff, but I mean, I was like, I was hoping they give you like, give us like a minute of footage that we have not seen before. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was hoping because he said November seventeenth, and today's November nineteenth. Like November seventeenth, I'm gonna blah 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 blah. So he dropped it. A few little punch up things here or there. Serviceable, like it, love it. Yeah. So there's but Sutton did say that there's it. gonna be two and a half hours of footage that's never been seen before in his cut. <laughs> so bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I, we just gotta survive to 2021, and we gotta survive you know, seeing this film now, uh, so, it's coming out in March. Was it, or am I mistaken? I don't think they have like a official release date, but I keep hearing March, April. Okay. So that's doable. I say <laughs> that now, but I'm going to have to jinx this all. Yeah, Kyle. Thanks. Now we're alien overlords. Ray, you're just going to extend 2020 Kyle. Way to go. 
uh, I don't think we had this conversation on the podcast, but one of our one of our friends, our mutual friends, who's been on the podcast before, Chris Olivier, he's like, listen to like the first episode of 2020. And you said at the very <laughs> the very opening of is like I hope everyone survives twenty twenty, and he goes, "Damn!" <laughs> it's like we should we should just not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should not. So, so we hope your twenty twenty one is awful and everybody dies. And, and damn it, shut fun. up, Kyle. <laughs> um, but two and a half hours of footage that we haven't seen i'm i'm i know that we're going to get a lot of the evil superman stuff or the dark superman stuff that we're we're supposed to see i really cannot wait to see superman in his like fully blocked out version of the superman suit the only thing that i really wish would happen is we got that mullet and we got a beard but whatever i'll take it <laughs> oh that would have been so glorious but yeah i'm I really excited we've seen, for, uh... like the black suited superman in man of steel but to kind of like see it like like a different version of it. Cause that we black seen was, it, but we didn't really see it. You right. Know? Right. And, and cause it was a dream. So like that, his colors were kind of muted. So it kind of looked like a gray, but kind of looked black. It was kind of like to make that ethereal dream kind of be even more so. So, um, but yeah, like I'm really looking forward to what we haven't seen. Like, I really cannot wait for that. I can't wait to, you know, be able to just, you know what? I'm I'm bored. Let me let me go watch more sequences from the Snyder Cut. Let me go watch this movie again. So, uh, do you plan on seeing the Justice League version of Justice League before you go in and see the Snyder Cut? Or are you just kind of kind of like I've seen it, been there, done that? What what do you mean just Justice League? That hasn't come out yet. Are you trying to imply that there's been a Justice League release at some point, and I'm not, I'm, I'm unaware of it? Kyle, you need to tweet that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to be a very similar situation to the theatrical version of BVS. We, we just don't talk about it. It doesn't exist. We don't, we don't need to know that it exists. It's not worth so watching. There's no, so you're not. So to answer my, my question, no, you will not. Probably not. No. I am looking forward to Junkie XL score. Like I really like I like the Danny Elfman stuff. It wasn't great. It wasn't it wasn't bad either. Like I know he gets a lot of shit for it. It wasn't his best work, but it was fine. No, no. I mean, it's been a minute since he's had like a really kick ass score though. So which is fine, you know. Um, I'm really looking forward to Junkie XL score. Uh really can't I really can't wait to hear that. Like, I wish they would just release that now. Mm, yeah, that so, would be a great lead in if they released that before the this, it came out on streaming services. Um, I really want that. So, anything else to talk about? Like, we saw today a new picture of Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke with his mohawk. We He's saw, looking as good as ever, to be honest. Huh? He's looking as great as ever. Yeah, uh, we, we keep seeing them post... Uh, us united with you know ben affleck's posting stuff again and so that kind of brings up to the next topic so what's gonna happen with the snyder verse that we already have here's what i'm gonna say i think that going forward that we as fandom 
are going to be extremely happy over the course of the next five years because I do believe that Jason Killar or Keeler or however you pronounce his last name realizes the importance of a shared universe, realizes the importance of the overall library that you have already established with your superhero films. So you have Man of Steel, you have BVS, you have Suicide Squad, you have Birds of Prey, you have Shazam, you're going to have the Snyder Cut version, you have Wonder Woman, you have Wonder Woman 1984, you got Shazam 2 coming out, you have Aquaman 2 coming out. So I do believe that over the course of the next five years, we're going to see a continuation of that Snyder Cut. And the reason I believe that is because what we've already been seeing, their approach to the Snyder Cut, now putting in $80 million to finish that film. Putting that on HBO Max is huge, too, because I feel like that gives them an opportunity to have their cake and eat it, too. Mm -hmm. So they can put it on HBO Max. And uh, they can they can build that fandom again. They can keep bringing in people to those to those to this this DC extended universe. I do believe that's the plan going forward. Is to can you continue on with the Snyderverse? It sounds like Henry Cavill is going to be in Flashpoint, and that's another thing that's going to be coming out. Flashpoint. Ben Affleck is joining Flashpoint. You have Henry Cavill. You're going to see Wonder Woman. You're going to see Aquaman. You're going to see a bunch of these characters that have already shown up in these DC characters. There's a few I know about, but I really don't want to spoil. Like, and me and Kyle will talk about this. I think me and Kyle have talked about this, you know, off, you know, podcast, not recording. But the, the, from what I keep hearing, the Snyderverse is very much alive, and we're going to be happy. I'll just leave it at that. We're going to be happy. Now, if you're a fan of the Batman, like, you know, I was talking to someone last night about the Batman because they were asking me questions about it, and I really didn't give a lot of information. I just said, kind of wait and see what the, what's going to happen. But the Batman is a precarious situation because now you, you now you have a situation where you have Ben Affleck's version of Batman that's already been established. He's already been in a few movies, BVS, Suicide Squad, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. He's going to be in Flashpoint, and then you have this wholly other alternative alternative Batman universe. So what's that going to, what's that, what's going to happen with that? I don't know. Like that's, they're kind of in a weird, <laughs> some circles of people see, and some circles that I've been talking to, they see the Batman as more of a liability because it's, it, it's like, going to be very it, awkward. Cause like, it, it's, if it, you look at the Batman, it, it has like all the makings of being our traditional, like reboot kind of situation, right? It's mm-hmm. happened in the Batman movie verse many a times. But now we're going to have that come up, but we're also going to be continuing the old thing. It's like if we had a. It's like if we had the Batman 89 have a bunch of superhero spinoffs and then those continued on while we rebooted Batman. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, what are we doing here? Are we? It's going to be so confusing for general audiences. 
Well, I don't – I think the general audiences are much more sophisticated now than back then, but I still think that it puts a ceiling on the Batman because you have – I wouldn't say competing, and I'm not saying that I'm not excited for the Batman. I'm not saying that at all. I'm looking forward to it. The footage that we saw looks great. I'm a fan of Robert Pattinson as Batman. I really want to see that, but if someone's asking me to with a gun pointed at my head – would I ha- rather have Ben Affleck's Batman version or Robert Pattinson's Batman version? I'm going to take Ben Affleck's all the time. And that's not a knock against what they're planning for the Batman. But the, like I said, it's some circles of some circle of people think that it's a liability that could hurt the overall brand. And it could, it could actually hurt the, the existing library of films. But if they put that version of Batman in Flashpoint, that actually might do – that actually might be – I don't know. Like it's – they have options. You know, I don't I don't foresee like uh, – I almost said River Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker going into the Batman or being a part of the so, uh, so here's a Here's a question. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Has there been any evidence that, like, spinoff Batman comics have hurt or improved the performance of the main series Batman comics? So are you're asking me... Like, you know how we go to the comic book store and there's the Batman, you know, the Batman comics, but then there's, like, Batman... Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Batman, you know, there's, there's like spin-off runs of the Batman by different writers and artists. I don't know. Uh, like, does that improve the brand of Batman, or does that so, hurt? So, the like, Batman? having different, uh, different ongoing stories. Yeah. I, so, like, usually you like for a, to, to give a very simplistic answer. So you have like your you you have your Batman, and then you have your your like isn't it Detective Comics or. Yeah, there's you Detective have Batman, Comics, then you have Batman, Detective, and, and then there's and then been like have... shorter series. I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, yeah, go on, go ahead. So you have Batman. Batman shows up in Superman, shows up in you know Justice League, you know that version of it. Then you have Detective, and then you have Batman Brave and the Bold. You have I don't know, like 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 does it help it or does it hurt it? It I know that when I was heavily reading comics. When I was reading Batman, I preferred that version of Batman um, to be a continuation of the thing I just read. So if I saw Scott Snyder's version of Batman, or I guess if I was reading that version of Scott Snyder's Batman, I wouldn't want to see – you know, Tom King's version of Batman show up in Superman. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, what do you think? For me personally, I I do also like to stick to one continuity. It makes it a little bit easier for me to be like, yes, I have read all this. I'm all caught up. Especially because once you start getting into spinoffs and then like those spinoffs are kind of branching out and doing their own thing. It, it just makes the whole thing feel kind of jumbled and messy, in my opinion. But I'm hoping that's I mean, not the case for the movies. Like, I'm hoping we don't have these two movies and they're, like, conflicting with each other and just making it harder to actually find out, you know, what's going to be the next step. 
Right. And like, I don't know, like this, like both things could work. Like the Batman could come out and that'd be a huge success. Critical Darling. People are excited to see that and see the continuation of that. And people could see Ben Affleck's, you know, they could have their cake and eat it too. But that does bring questions to how they need to pro- to move forward. Do they continue on spinning off? Because the I think the original plan was to have like a quote unquote bat universe. So you Matt, Matt Reeves sets up the Batman, the Gotham Central was supposed to be part of that universe, but the actual the producer, the showrunner, you know, left the project. So that is kind of bizarre that that happened as you know the Snyder Cut and all that stuff gets you know tighter and tighter. There's a lot of questions going forward, but I'll say this. I feel a lot more comfortable that Jason Kilar is running the show or Keeler. I I don't know how to pronounce your name, sir, but I do feel more comfortable with him running the show because he seems to be very much more sure of himself. He seems to be much more – he knows what the overall vision, the overall arc should be for these films. I feel like he came into a situation where he had a very loud fandom for the Snyder Cut, and then he, he uh, the Batman is already or about to go into production. So how does he justify both? But he could just use he could just run with both. He could literally what he could do too is he could you know he could have Ben Affleck's version of Batman back. And put that version of it on HBO Max, and it become like a Punisher series or Daredevil. Yeah. You know, like there are options for them, or it could be vice versa. It could be, you know, they could do they could put Matt Reeves' version of the Batman on HBO Max, and then do something theatrically with Ben Affleck's version. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not hearing those things. It's not like I'm asking, hey, what are they going to do? But I'm just – from what I'm hearing, it seems like he is – Jason is making very solid decisions. He's he's the opposite of what Kevin Sushihara was. He's not very reactionary. He's looking at things. He's – you know, he he knows what works and what doesn't work, and what works is the shared universe. And I was a proponent of shutting it all down because I didn't think that you could – with how things were moving a year and a half, two years ago, like it seemed like you were losing Henry Cavill. You had already left, lost Ben Affleck. That Matt Reeves was you know, doing – going to do his own Batman thing. They were going to – they were going to reboot Superman with Supergirl. Um, Suicide Squad 2 wasn't going to be a thing. You had the Joker in production. Like it just seemed very much like the 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 universe that had already been established was done. And so I was like, well, just keep just keep shutting things down. Maybe in five years they can reboot everything. So there's a lot of moving parts right now. But it seems just from outside looking in that things that be on less shaky ground. And I don't know what you think. I know I've kind of been. Uh, occupying, you know, the conversation or monopolizing it. So, what what are your thoughts? There, I think there's going to end up being room for for everything to succeed in a way, like in a way, the whole massive superhero universe type thing is already kind of breaking new ground in a way. Like, it's not exactly a new thing. 
because of Marvel, but like it's still relatively fresh. It's still relatively untapped. So who knows where the limit to the ideas of what you can or can't do is like that, that we haven't really gotten to that point yet. I feel like even though people have been claiming their superhero fatigue for years, I, there's not really evidence to suggest that. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm bringing, bringing on, I want to see where they can go with this. I want to see mm-hmm. how they're going to end up tying the ongoing projects into what they have planned in the future. But the problem is uh, we're just going to have to kind of wait, be patient a bit longer. Although we're, we're finally getting wonder woman. Mm-hmm. That's not going to have a whole lot that ties into what they're going to do in the future, but it's, it's a step. It's, it's well, the first step. I think so. I think, I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to see James Wan want to utilize. He's going to see what Andres Muschietti is doing, and he's going to think bigger than that. So Flashpoint's going to be a huge event thing. So James is, James Wan's going to want to do something huge with Aquaman. He's going to want to yeah. bring Wonder Woman in. He's going to want to bring I think they'll definitely in. start by the time we get to Aquaman too, but I don't think Wonder Woman 84 is going to have a lot of tie-ins. No, no, I agree with you. I think Patty very much was in the same mindset that Matt Reeves was, but not as much because Patty already had been working in, and there were very, very loose ties, very loose threads, very loose ties to the overall universe. Whereas Shazam was, they're using a bat flick battering. They're using, you know photographs from man of steel you know there it just it seems like i said i don't know what you think maybe maybe it's not on it's not as on shaky ground as it used to be but it seems things are getting more put in place oh yeah for sure we're we're slowly getting there so what are your thoughts like i know i kind of monopolized the time but what do you think do you agree disagree what are your what your over like what what is important to you going forward? My number one takeaway, what I want them to do, what they what I want them to focus on, first and foremost has always just been put out good content, put out good stories, mm-hmm. make the characters actually feel endearing, you know, make characters that people actually want to spend their time watching and you know become fans of rather than you know becoming a merchandising machine of sorts. And with this, I feel like because they are like already gone to the brink of not being, you know, not existing anymore. So now we're like bouncing back. I'm hoping that we'll put things into perspective. And that's what we'll actually get. We'll actually just get like really well told stories, stuff that can, you know, we can all relate to. And, uh, I guess, I guess we'll see because what we've had in the past hasn't exactly been that. It, they've had their moments. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they were pretty forgettable. So I'm, I'm hoping that's not what they're going to do in the future. I don't think so. I, I mean, bringing Jared back, Jared Leto back as a Joker, Joe Manganiello as, you know, Deathstroke, you know, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what the Snyder cut. I know that he did, Zach did say he, he filmed about four or five minutes of like original material that wasn't like already in the theatrical, like his theatrical version. So they did work out four or five minutes. So that's interesting. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. We got a lot of content coming out. So what else are we, what, are we missing anything? I don't know. What else has there been? So we got Wonder Woman, we got Snyder cut. 
Talked a little bit about the Batman. I Batman's the Batman. still filming, hoping that we get more footage soon. I was hoping for a trailer by the end of the year, like another one. Wasn't but, uh, there, am I crazy or wasn't there another COVID case on the the, sh- the shooting site? Or did I just misread sure. that? No, Britain shut, UK, the UK shut down, but they're still filming in spite of that, so. Oh, gotcha, okay. So that I think that's what you heard. Well, hopefully that uh, means that they're well on their way to getting that completed. Yeah, that's what I want to. I want them to just get it all good, get it in the can, um, and then, you know, have them work on, like, because I am excited for Matt Reeves, the Batman. I just, it's kind of like, what, where, where do we go from here? Is this a one and done thing for Matt Reeves? Is he still interested, you know, in a universe you know, we'll see. Like, a lot of unanswered questions still, but we do have a lot of good stuff coming out, a lot of good content. So, I know Aquaman 2, James Wan said that they were, they were going to jump into pre-production in March or April 2021? Maybe filming March, April 2021? Yeah. I know that there's... like that? <laughs> what? Something like that. I feel like everything is... Just on standby until uh, like March or April of next year. Yeah. So, anything else, Kyle? Like, I'm 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 trying to remember everything. So, um, nothing is sticking on my mind. No, definitely not. Um. So, is that it for 164? That might be it for 164. It was not a terrible lot of information, but it's something, and it's it's relevant information because uh. We're going to be getting Wonder Woman next month, like five, six weeks from now. So, yeah, let, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So make sure that you are following me on Twitter at Batman Shalen. Make sure you're following us on our Twitter, our podcast Twitter page, Shalen on Bat. Make sure that you're doing all those things that we need to do to make sure that we are successful. So, what about you, Kyle? Where can we follow you since you have like two? <laughs> no, I just I just have the one now. Uh, you can follow oh, you me on Twitter, Twitter at Looting Kyle, and uh, also on Instagram at Looting Kyle. Yep. So, thank you. One sixty four. Peace.